Did the Messiah come yet, or are we still waiting for him? So that's the question of the hour, ladies and gentlemen. Let me answer that question for you. The Messiah has come already. So there's no need to wait for a future Messiah, although the Messiah, Jesus Christ, the Lord, he's coming back once again, but he has already come. So you know as well as I do that the majority of Jewish people in the world uh, do not believe that. They do not believe that Jesus is the Christ or Messiah. That's what the uh, word, the name Christ means, Messiah. So uh, let's see what the Apostle Paul had to say. We're going to go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 13 to 17. Keep in mind that the Apostle Paul was Jewish himself. So it says, And not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished, but their minds were blinded, for until this day remaineth the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So Paul makes a reference there to the Old Testament when Moses had to put a veil over his face because his face was glowing. So he's talking about uh, a different veil here. It's a veil that is spiritual, and he's talking about this veil as being upon the minds of the Jewish people until this day. And he's talking about the, the fact that they are blinded to the truth concerning Jesus Christ as being the Messiah. Okay? And it says that same veil is untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament. In other words, when the Jewish people read the scrolls, uh, their minds are blinded to the reality, to the truth, that those same scriptures in the Old Testament speak of Jesus Christ himself. Now, I want you to remember, folks, that this uh, book, Second uh, Corinthians, I mean, this is written, my oh my, close to 2,000 years ago. So Paul is talking about the Jewish people, their minds being blinded back then. So here we are all the way in the 21st century, and that is a fact today. The minds of the majority of Jewish people, they're blinded to the truth about Jesus Christ as being the Messiah. It says the veil is upon their heart. And that veil will be removed when they turn to the Lord. This is very serious stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Let me read another scripture uh, from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4. Also, this is the apostle uh, Paul who spoke these words, who wrote these words. It says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost and whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So, this is uh, very interesting, ladies and gentlemen, because the God of this world is talking about the devil. 
So the devil blinds the minds, okay? My mind was blinded to the truth about Jesus Christ myself. I'm not Jewish, but it doesn't matter. My mind was still blinded to the reality of who Christ was, even though I was a a churchgoer. I mean, you know my testimony. I was raised as a Roman Catholic, but my mind was blinded to the reality of who Jesus Christ truly was. I was not born again of the Spirit. It came later when I was 36 years old. So uh, the Jewish people, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, you know, the majority of them do not receive Christ. You know, when he came, uh, you know, the Bible says he came unto his own and his own received him not. So they do not believe uh, that he is, in fact, who he said he was. They're still waiting for the Messiah to come. So I want you to know that the devil is a deceiver. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 9, it says this, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. So uh, it's important that you understand, whether you're Jewish or Gentile, that there is a battle that goes on for the soul. There's a battle for your soul, ladies and gentlemen. You know, either you're saved or you're lost. Either you know Christ or you don't. Uh, And if you don't, your mind is still blinded, just like my mind was blinded, until I turned to the Lord. So I want you to see that, folks. You know, the devil will do anything he can to keep you from understanding the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. He hates you, hates his soul. He hates people knowing about who Christ is. He does not want them to know that he died on the cross for them, that he paid the price, that he came to redeem them and save them. And uh, he hates, he hates everybody, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, in the case of Judaism, we know that, as I said, they do not believe him to be the Messiah, which is my focus here in this message. Let's go to the book of Acts chapter 13, verses 26 to 30. Now here's the apostle Paul preaching the word uh, to his own people. He said, men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, and whosoever among you feareth God to you is the word of this salvation sent. For they that dwell at Jerusalem and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voices of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath day, they had fulfilled them in condemning him. And though they found no cause of death in him, yet desired they Pilate that he should be slain. And when they had fulfilled all that was written of him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a sepulchre, but God raised him from the dead. So we see some serious preaching going on here by Paul to his own people. And he talks about the voices of the prophets being read every Sabbath day. What's he talking about? When the Jewish people would go to the synagogue, and that continues to this day, they read the scriptures, but their minds are still blinded. Okay? They, they, they don't know the voices of the prophets. You know, uh, scriptures such as Isaiah chapter 53 and so on, uh, th- their minds are blinded to the reality that the prophets were prophesying of the very Messiah, Jesus Christ, whom they need for the salvation of their soul. Oh yes, that's the truth. So 
It says they found no cause of death in him, yet desired they Pilate that he should be slain. You know what happened with that whole scene when Christ went to the cross? And basically it says here, and they had fulfilled all that was written of him, and they took him down from the tree. So all of this was prophesied by the prophets and uh, very serious stuff that we are talking about here. Now, in John chapter 5, we find the Lord Jesus Christ talking to his own Jewish people. And this is what he said, And the Father himself, which hath sent me, hath borne witness of me. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. And ye have not his word abiding in you, for whom he hath sent, him ye believe not. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. And ye will not come to me that ye might have life. So here's the Lord himself talking uh, to his own Jewish people. And he's basically telling them, you don't believe me. You don't believe me. You don't understand what I'm trying to tell you. He's telling them that the word is not abiding in you. In other words, the truth of the scriptures, uh, if you would have really understood them, he says, for whom he hath sent, ye believe not, speaking of himself. And then he says, search the scriptures, for in them, meaning the scriptures, ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. So the point I make to you in this message is that the scriptures absolutely prophesied of Jesus Christ. And, and you must believe in him, whether you're Jew or Gentile, if you want eternal life. So he's telling them, you will not come to me that you might have that life. That's what he's talking about. So very, very serious stuff that we have here. So when the Lord says that the scriptures testified of him, the, the, all the Old Testament folks, the, the, there are so many prophecies that went forth speaking of him that he's basically telling them you should have known these things. Now, if you look on your screen, I'm just going to uh, give you some of these. There are so many prophecies. I'm going to give you the Old Testament reference and then uh, a reference to where these uh, prophecies were fulfilled in the person of Jesus Christ. Don't miss this. We are talking about fulfillment. Either Christ was the fulfillment of those prophecies or he was not. If he was, then it's best that you receive him as Messiah, as Lord, as Savior. What could be more serious than that? So the first one we'll look at, it says, Micah prophesied the birth of Jesus Christ at Bethlehem. So uh, the prophet Micah, he prophesied, if you look in Micah chapter 5, verse 2, he prophesied that the one who would be coming, he would be from everlasting, and Bethlehem would be the place. And if you look at Matthew uh, chapter 2, verses 3 to 6, and John chapter 7, verse 42, in the New Testament, you will see that's exactly what took place. That's exactly where the Lord was born. Next one, it says, Isaiah prophesied that Jesus Christ would be born of a virgin. Hallelujah. So he prophesied that a virgin would bring forth the one known as Emmanuel, and that means God with us. So that was uh, prophesied in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, and it was fulfilled to the very letter in Matthew 
chapter 1, verse 23 in the New Testament. This is exciting stuff, folks. This is proof, positive, that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. No two ways about it, folks. Next one, Isaiah prophesied that Jesus Christ would be slain for our sins. So he prophesied the Messiah would be despised and rejected by men. He would be wounded for our transgressions and bear our iniquities. You'll find that in Isaiah chapter 53, verses 1 through 12. It was fulfilled in the New Testament. You look at John uh, chapter 19. Christ is on a cross, verse 30, he cried out, it is finished. So the Messiah came and he died for our sins, ladies and gentlemen. That prophecy, by the way, was given approximately 700 years before that actually happened. This is mind-blowing stuff, folks. Next one, Zechariah the prophet, he prophesied that Jesus Christ would ride into Jerusalem on an ass you could say a donkey. Some people like to argue it. It's donkey. Don't mean the same thing. But you, you get the message, folks. Okay, so he prophesied that a king who was lowly and having salvation would ride into Jerusalem. You'll find that in Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9. And in the New Testament, you'll find it fulfilled. Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. John chapter 12, verses 12 to 14. That's exactly what happen there. So keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, as we're going through these prophecies, uh, how traumatic this is. So in other words, we have the scriptures, we have the Bible, and you open up the Bible, you want to know uh, if this book is true, and I'm showing you here. This is one of the most important teachings that you could listen to, because prophecy is incredible. It's incredible. When you, when you see how these things are fulfilled to the letter in the person of Jesus Christ. He's the one you need, whether you're Jewish or Gentile. Uh, I'm encouraging you today. You know, prophecy uh, is very exciting, very exciting. I told a story before about, you know, when I was first uh, born again, went to church, and I saw a man wearing a shirt. It said Isaiah 53 on that shirt, and I asked him what it was all about, and he told me it was speaking about a prophecy in the Old Testament regarding Jesus Christ, and it blew me away. And that's why I do videos like this, folks, to encourage you to search these things out for yourself. Next prophecy, Zechariah prophesied that Jesus Christ would be betrayed for 30 pieces of silver. So Zechariah prophesied he'd be betrayed for 30 pieces of silver. You'll find that in Zechariah chapter 11 and verse 12. That was fulfilled in the New Testament scripture, Matthew 26, verses 14 to 15. You know that Judas Iscariot betrayed the Lord. Imagine that. Sold his soul for 30 pieces of silver. My, oh, my prophecy is incredible. Next prophecy, Zechariah prophesied that people would mourn Jesus Christ after he was pierced. So this is talking about the cross. So that uh, Zechariah prophesied that in Zechariah uh, chapter 12, verse 10. It was fulfilled New Testament, John 19 and 37. It tells us in, in the New Testament, the scripture was fulfilled. What's it talking about? He was, he was pierced. He was pierced by that a soldier, remember, he pierced his side. Incredible. We know that he was nailed to the cross, so when he rose from the dead, he had holes in his hands, and uh, you remember Thomas 
he told the other disciples because he wasn't there when the others saw him. And basically he said, I'll believe it when, when I see it. I, I won't believe it until I see the holes in his hands and, and, and the gash in his side. I want to see it. I want to put my hand in there. Imagine that when the Lord rose from the dead, this is exactly what he told Thomas to do. He said, come here, Thomas. <laughs> Look at me. And what, what did Thomas say when he saw that? And he said, my Lord and my God. Wow. So this is some uh, serious stuff here. And, and um, if you go back to Zechariah chapter 12, where that was prophesied, you know, it says, they will look on me whom they have pierced. Who was talking? Go back to verse one. You will see it was Yahweh, Jehovah, that was talking, folks. That's amazing stuff. God in the flesh. They will mourn on me whom they have pierced. Well, folks, it, it couldn't be any clearer you know, we have the word of God. That's why when people reject it, oh, what a day it's going to be if they die in their sins, folks. When the scriptures are so available in the day in which we live in, I mean, you could take your iPhone out and get a free Bible app and read all the things that I'm talking about here today. You won't be able to say, oh, I never knew this. I never heard. Folks, it's available. So available. Next one, David prophesied they would gamble for the garments of Jesus Christ. If you look at Psalm 22, 18, that's where you're going to find that prophecy. It was fulfilled to the letter in the New Testament book of Mark chapter 15, verse 24. So here, all this time, all these years before the prophecy that they're going to, they're going to gamble when Christ was dying on the cross, the gambling, the soldiers are gambling for his garments. That's exactly what happened. Incredible the way the scriptures are fulfilled. Did the Messiah come or do we need to still wait? I'm proving to you today that the Messiah has come. His name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's take another look here at the uh, time that the Lord spoke to that woman of Samaria. We, we know the story as the woman at the well. And it says here, you remember the story, he, he, he came and uh, he sat upon the well, he wanted a drink, and uh, he ministered to her, and he told her about the living water, meaning the Holy Spirit, and a conversation uh, started up between the two of them. So keep in mind, this woman was a Samaritan lady, okay, she wasn't Jewish, but here the Lord is ministering to this woman, and now she says, to him, our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Wow. So he makes a, a very bold statement here, and he's saying, Woman, it doesn't matter where it's whether it's here or at Jerusalem, he continues, ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So no matter who you are out there, whether you be Jewish or Gentile, you need to remember 
that God can only be worshipped one way, and that is in spirit and in truth. So keep in mind that the Lord is speaking to a woman who was not Jewish. Very important that you see that, folks. He said the hour is coming and now is. So salvation was available at that point in time to this woman of Samaria. Oh, yes. Absolutely true. So now in that same chapter, John chapter 4, listen to what the woman says to uh, Jesus Christ. The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah, so Messiah cometh, which is called Christ, when he is come, he will tell us all things. Listen now, don't miss this. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. Wow. One of the clearest proofs in the Bible, ladies and gentlemen, as to whether the Messiah has come already is found in these two verses right here. I'm going to read them again. The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah, so Messiah cometh, which is called Christ, when he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. Listen, if you do not believe that Jesus is the Messiah, you make him a liar. Why? Because he said he was the Messiah right here. Don't forget that. He said he was the Messiah. So if you refuse to believe that he is the Messiah, you make him a liar. Could not be any clearer than that. So what happened? It says, verses 28 to 30, the woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the men, come see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ or Messiah? Then they went out of the city and came unto him. So this woman was excited. The Lord just told this woman of Samaria that he was the Messiah. She goes back into town and she says, I want you to meet somebody. This guy just told me everything I did. If you read the, the whole account, you'll see how the Lord knew she was married many times before. And the Lord also knew she was living with a man shacking up with a guy, but the Lord knew it, and she was blown away. She says, you must be a prophet. So now she's excited, and she goes back to town. And let's pick it up now in verse 39. It says, and many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified. He told me all that ever I did. So when the Samaritans would come unto him, they besought him that he would tarry with them, and he abode there two days. And many more believed because of his own word, and said unto the woman, Now we believe not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Christ, or Messiah, the Savior of the world. Wow. Folks, right here in the Gospel of John. I mean, we're talking about the Bible here, folks. We're talking about the book of books. No matter who you are in the world, young or old, I'm giving you good stuff here, folks. I'm, I'm pointing you. All I am is an arrow, by the way. I'm an arrow pointing you to Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're talking awesome riches, folks, the riches of God's Word. And here, this woman 
of Samaria, married many times. The Lord says, look, I know you're living with a guy too. Look at the mercy that we find here. Look at the mercy that we find here, folks. She goes running back to town. And they obviously, they saw her, uh, the way she was talking. They, they, they knew something took place and they went right back. They wanted to meet this man named Jesus Christ. Glory to God. This is, this is so awesome, folks. This is, this is the way the gospel goes forth. This is the way people get saved, folks. It's the word of God. Amen? So, and many of you out there, you know I'm telling you the truth. So they, they listened to him, okay? It says, many believe because of what she said, okay? And then it says, many more believe because of his own words. So they heard Christ for themselves. Listen, they say, now we believe not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves and know that this is indeed the Christ, that's Messiah, the Savior of the world. So don't, don't miss this linking together. The Messiah is the Savior. There's only one. There's one Savior. His name is Jesus Christ. One Messiah. His name is Jesus Christ. He came to save you, whether you're Jewish or Gentile. Salvation is available for you today. Oh, yes. Absolutely, folks. So this is the good news. Uh, one uh, last portion I want to share with you, folks. And this was when John the Baptist uh, sent some of his own uh, disciples to inquire of Jesus. Uh, so let's pick it up here. Matthew chapter 11, verses 1 through 6. And it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his 12 disciples, he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which ye do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. So, now, you know, you know as well as I do that John the Baptist was the one who prepared the way for Jesus Christ. He prepared the way of the Lord, Yahweh, made a highway straight for our God, Elohim. So John already knew the truth about Jesus Christ. So there are different uh, interpretations. Some people say uh, that he was doubting, which is possible, very possible, that John had a moment of doubt. He was put in prison. We know he was uh, eventually beheaded. But others, and this could be true too, others believe that he was trying to minister to his own disciples and they came back and uh, they told him certain things that he did and that John was merely saying to them, look, go ask him this question for yourself. Look, look go see for yourself that he is in fact the Messiah. So whatever, whatever happened, folks, the bottom line is John sent people to inquire. And what I want you to notice here is what the Lord said. And he said, go and show John again those things which ye do hear and see. So uh, the Lord's answer was, look, you go tell John what's going on here. The blind are receiving their sight. The lame are getting up and they are walking. Lepers are being cleansed. They're being healed. 
No more leprosy. And the deaf are hearing. They're getting the hearing back. The dead are being raised up from the dead. Hallelujah. And the poor have the gospel preached to them. Don't miss this. And blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Who are the blessed? The blessed people, including Gentiles, including myself, I'm, I am blessed. Whosoever shall not be offended in me, that's in Christ. The blessed are those who are not offended in Jesus Christ, whether you're Jewish or Gentile. You receive Christ as Messiah, as Lord, as Savior. You get saved. You, you are blessed. Oh, boy, are you blessed, man or woman, young or old. You are blessed. But if you are offended, in other words, you say, I don't believe this stuff. I don't believe he's the Messiah. I don't believe any of the stuff you're trying to preach to me today, buddy, boy. Well, you can't be blessed. Blessed are those who are not offended in me, is what Christ said. And what, what the Lord was basically doing, you know, there are scriptures in the Old Testament. I'm just going to give you one as we get ready to close here. Isaiah chapter 35, verses 5 to 6. What the Lord was doing, he was telling John. He knew John knew the scriptures. So in that scripture, Isaiah 35, verses 5 to 6, it says, Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as in heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out, and streams in the desert. So what the Lord was doing, he was saying, go back and tell John, this is what's happening. He wanted to show him this is being fulfilled right now in me. Oh, yes, that's exactly what he wanted to show them. He says, look, the blind, they're receiving sight, the lame are walking, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are being raised. So we say, look, I am the promised Messiah. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to leave it there, folks. No matter who you are, I want to encourage you uh, to study the scriptures for yourself uh, to see if what I'm telling you today is true. That's a good thing to do. You, you know, you heard the word. You open the Bible for yourself to see if what I am preaching to you today is true, whether you're Jewish or whether you be Gentile. And I'm going to leave it right there. You be blessed and have an awesome day.